Indigenous folks of all kinds and creeds, welcome to Cerulea! Thanks, Derek. This is a wild world of adventure under a multicolored sky. We are normally an actual play D&D podcast. We have a special episode for you today featuring not quite a D&D one shot with uh, the cast coming from Canberra's very own Lightbulb Improv. Say hello. I, as always, am Damien Ashcroft. Uh, let's meet who we've got playing with us today. Hi there, Ryan Erlinson from Lightbulb Improv. My fantasy, well, it does take me back. The last time I fantasized, I was a teenage boy. So <laughs> um, it brings me back to the days of Buffy. I was a oh. massive, massive Buffy fan. Yeah, 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 um, yeah, yeah. But of course, I'd be one of the good guys. I wouldn't be a vampire. Yeah, I'm yeah. on Buffy's side. Although Buffy had a thing for vampires. Yeah, okay. where were you on the yeah. vampires that were good guys? <laughs> yeah, that were knobs. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Angel? Uh, yes, especially uh, Angel. Uh, especially uh, Angel. Spicy. He does not deserve his own spin-off. Hot, anyway. takes, hot takes all day here. Uh, fuck yeah, let's keep moving. Hello, uh, I'm James, also from Lightbulb Improv. You may recognize me as playing Archibald's a mouse. Oh yeah. Uh, in the other yes. thing that we've done. Yeah, what fantasy do I have? Um, other than finishing my thesis one day. Um, I don't know. This is more of like a, a segment of a fantasy or like mm. a fragment. It's just a sticking in a sick-ass three-point landing in a yes. in a meeting somewhere, you know? <laughs> like, walk into my supervisor's room and boom, bam! Superhero landing. You know, superhero landing. Just, oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just want to do that. I was thinking that was a skateboard reference, but okay, I'm glad no, you no, no, clarified. No, it's like the superhero landing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can like, see that. Uh, let's meet our final player for the evening. Good evening, Amy Crawford, uh, also from Lightbulb Improv. Mm. And my fantasy, I've been thinking about this. I really like oversized large trees. So I'm Whoa. thinking the Elven Forest where it's right up in the peak. And this, this tree is going to be as tall as the Empire State Building. And I'm right up in the leafy canopy just hearing the silence. And there's something about being at one with the tree, and I think the elven people would acknowledge that, wow. the importance. Mm, I just awesome. like that feeling of serenity. That's really beautiful. Mm. Hell yeah. And uh, my fantasy is to be right here, right now, doing this. Come on. I live my life indulging in fantasy and creating D&D material. So let's find out a bit more about what we're going to do today. Because Ryan and Amy are completely brand spanking new to the game brand of D&D. Brand new player. We know James has played with this before and will play in the upcoming season three. Wait till you guys hear that. Some crazy stuff going in there. Um, but we're not actually going to play D&D as written today. We're going to play a format I have called for myself Blank Page D&D. D&D Light. D&D Light. The improvs in the um, And uh, we have blank pages for your character sheets right now. Everyone has blank pages. Ooh. Quick snap. We've got the before shot. Uh, Cerulea does have an Instagram feed that's Cerulea Podcast, all one word on the Instagram and Facebook where we share some of our adventures as we make stuff up. And basically, D&D has a lot of rules. A fuck ton of rules, right? All these different classes and species and features and spells. and so It's just, it's a lot. It's a lot. When all we really need is... A cool idea for the hero we want to embody. A few numbers for what our particular talents are. Then we need to roll them bones as we invent this story together whenever anything kind of risky might happen. An imagination. Imagination. (laughs) Oh, I don't know. (laughs) The first thing we're going to put in this character sheet... Yeah, six circles. Six? So, six circles. Because we while we're not going to use to this. <laughs> all of the rules of D&D, we are going to use the core of the system, which is the six ability scores. Mm-hmm. So in D&D, each 
character, literally every organism in the universe can have each of these six scores to determine what their body and mind are capable of. And the way we do that, or the way we figure out what these scores are, is we roll three D6s. All of you have in front of you three D6. So your first score, strength. Strength. Your brawn, your muscle, to use the tomato analogy. (laughs) Yes? Every score can be described as it relates to tomatoes. Your strength is about how far you can throw a tomato. Right. Right? Nice Mm. and simple. I want to crush the tomato. Can I do that? (laughs) Also available as an option. So you're going to roll those 3D6s right now and add them up together to determine what your strengths are. Ooh, we've got 16 over that, here. This Hello. is a beefcake party. Yeah, oh. yeah, I got a 14. Wow. Mm. I, th- I thought I was pretty decent and uh, I'm just a wimpy 12. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Okay. No, wait, 11. A, 11. I did that wrong. Oh, 11. An absolute weeb over here. Um, <laughs> above cool. average, man. Above, yes. average. <laughs> above average. Oh, above average, okay. Both in the normal <laughs> game and just, just not in this table. <laughs> uh, and the game we're going to play today, 10 is your benchmark for like, you know, the average Joe. Yeah. So higher than a 10 is really good and lower than a 10 is quite bad. So our 16 is, is quite brawny. It's not quite Hercules just yet, but, you know. That um, will come. The next score is dexterity. Ooh. Agility and reflexes. Ah. Uh, dexterity is about how accurately you can throw your tomato. Right. Mm-hmm. Or oh, how well you dodge the tomato that was just thrown at you. <laughs> so roll those dice again. Let's see how dexterous right, 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 here we go. Oh, and oh, with a score oh, no. three, oh, no. I'm all muscle. <laughs> and... a four? Oh, no. <laughs> I'm at a six. <laughs> okay. We are not going to wow. We ain't dodging tomatoes. <laughs> we cannot touch our toes. The, the group is clumsy. Okay. Hulk smash. This is... And this our adventure for today is a dodgeball competition. <laughs> yeah. Oh, dear. Oh, no, no, no. This, uh, I'm excited already. Um, the third, and rounding out our physical stats, is our constitution. Uh, constitution is like how many tomatoes you can eat and or how well you pull up after eating a rotten tomato. Mm. It's about your vitality and your sort of toughness. Yeah? Here we go, here we go. Here here we go. go. Oh. All right, oh, come oops, on. Sorry. <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, I can eat them tomatoes. I got 13. Yes, yeah, so I got can a 15 I. over oh, here. Take you. Right. you and I are just like... I got six again. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're really hoping James comes in swinging with that intelligence. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um, <laughs> next is intelligence. So we're now into the realm of the mind. Uh, and intelligence, while, of course, us uh, modern enlightened individuals know there are many kinds of intelligence, in D&D, intelligence is more of the logical intelligence. Right. Yes? Book learning. So in the tomato analogy, intelligence is about knowing that the tomato is actually a fruit. Mm-hmm. You know? It's that kind of the mm-hmm. that right. hard edge, yeah? But don't put it in a fruit salad. That's coming next. I've not listened to this <laughs> okay, before. Okay, okay. All right, I'm doing all right. I know what my tomato is. Hey. I'm a 14. Okay. Got a solid 11 over here. All Look, right. I'm, I'm middle ground. You're so learning. I've nice finished my A-levels at school. <laughs> <laughs> I'm also sitting on an 11. Okay. <laughs> nice. And 14 for Amy. Yeah, mm, nice. Mm, Strong spurt. Naturally to popping smart up. Smart and tough. Um, the, next one, the next one is our wisdom, Ooh. which is, as Ryan just said, how you know not to put tomato in a fruit mm. salad. It's more about perceptive intelligence, your awareness, and also used for insight when dealing mm. personally with people, how well Ooh. you see through their words and into their intentions. It's like gut instinct kind yes, of stuff. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. These are them street, street smarts. smarts. Oh, my God. <laughs> Six, three, one, ten. Well, I got I'm, 13. I'm okay. <sighs> okay. okay. I finished 10. school, but uh, I'm, uh, I'm, 
on the streets a bit, so I, I know how to find water. Lovely. I also have ten characters. <laughs> okay. Uh, have you got like anything good yet? James? Nope. Eleven six six eleven ten. Struggling. Woo! That's okay. The audience is going to love you. Uh, okay. Here it is. You're final. Up, All right. Final What's bell is okay, come charisma. On, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. That emotional intelligence. The charisma is how well you can sell a person mm. a tomato-based fruit salad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 Let's see. Come on, come baby. On, baby. Give it to me. Like the charisma. Oh. Ooh, middle of the road over yeah. here, 11. Also 10. 10. Wow. Ten. Oh, James, okay, James. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, we got our John Everyman over yeah. here in James's, yeah. <laughs> James's corner. Uh, let's just go around and, and kind of tell us what we've got so far. Uh, okay, so we got uh, 16 and strength. Uh, so I'm all muscle, but dexterity's a three, so <laughs> I can't throw for shit. <laughs> I do the three-point jump and I land on my head. <laughs> Wow. <laughs> God. Uh, 15 for constitution. I am tough. Thick. Those, yeah, tough and thick. <laughs> um, intelligence and charisma, both 11. Middle ground, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can charm the pants off uh, someone who enjoys being charmed. Um, so you're talking I've consent. A, yes, I am talking consent. Well done. All, all the time. And 13 for wisdom. I got a little bit yeah, of street yeah. smarts. That's I've been around the block a few times. With uh, consent. Nice With stuff. consent again. <laughs> <laughs> wow, thank you, ma'am. I do declare. Okay. James, we're we're going to go around murdering people by consent. <laughs> it's important. <laughs> All right, oh, I'm going to come in swing and swing in here. <laughs> With a strength of 11, I'm going to kick so much butt. Dexterity, 6. Constitution, 6. Intelligence, 11. Wisdom, 10. Charisma, 10. <laughs> okay. Ooh. Prepare yourself for the pain, y'all. <laughs> of the paper wow. cut. Wow, wow, wow. <laughs> Mr. Average. This is amazing. Death uh, by and paper uh, cuts. Uh, Anyone who's working with over here? Coming in a close second to Ryan, I've got 14 for my strength and brawn. Yeah, I work tough, out. Tough. I, too, can't touch my toes with the dexterity of four. But you can touch my toes. <laughs> with consent. With <laughs> consent. <laughs> <laughs> I have a good constitution, sort of, at 13. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm smarter than you all at 14 <laughs> for my intelligence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wisdom, 10. Charisma, 10. Okay, we're chilling. Mm-hmm. Cool, 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 cool. Solid. All right. So we're starting to <laughs> discover a little bit about our characters here. We, of course, we live in a fantasy world here. So the first thing about your fantastical character is what fantastical species you are. Mm. While James has been a part of Cerulea before, <laughs> I don't know if either of you guys have uh, experienced our world, but... While it is a fairly standardish fantasy environment, there is one important thing in that there are no humans. A lot of fantasies involve humans. I was like, why fucking bother? Yeah, we've got all this cool stuff going on. We can go outside for that. (laughs) So, uh, any any other (laughs) generally fantastical species you can think of? Oh, wow. Rails, who needs them? Um, So... uh, Basically, whatever <laughs> fantastical species you want to be, go ahead and, and pick one, and then we'll uh, add some features and or perhaps alter some things about your character in order to embody that. Ooh. Anybody got some ideas? Can I be an elf? And that was a good, Ooh, good yeah. start. Oh, yeah, let's keep it in the tree. Okay. I, the tree. I love that. Uh, elves are naturally quite 
graceful, Amy. Uh-oh. <laughs> so, <laughs> how's your dexterity score looking? I would now I have been outcast from the tree upon the hill, yes. for I cannot touch um, my elbow to my tongue. Yes. You, you have to jump from branch to branch, and you just fall. <laughs> There's no branches left. Uh, so I'm gonna I'm gonna give you a D4. This little pyramid, motherfucker. Yes, uh, and you're gonna you. roll that and add the number you roll to your dexterity score Ooh. to represent your elfin grace. <laughs> Which I just dropped. For everyone at home, that the a one. dice didn't even roll. It just <laughs> fell out of their hands. You know, I, I, I don't know. Yay! It's still a one. Art imitates life. Here we go. The so dice. I'm an elf with five. Yes, an elf with five. There's a little erase here. Um, oh, man. Beautiful. So wow. Funny. The dice tell their story, you know? Yeah. I think um, this is great. Nice. Uh, there's also maybe like a special feature that goes along with your elven nature. Think about oh. just special features. Like typically elves have incredible senses. You know, oh. they've got uh, extra good oh, vision. My peripheral vision is amazing. Yeah? Cool. That is right, mm. because I have to look out for tree roots <laughs> all, the time. <laughs> all the time. You can't touch your toes, but you can see where they I are. You can see yeah. where they should where be. They so your, your first uh, feature or special skill is going to be uh, for perception. So whenever you're rolling with wisdom to perceive mm. your environment, you're actually going to have advantage on that roll because of your elven senses. Yes, yes. yes. Um, here we go. So in this case, say you were trying to look out for tree roots, you roll two dice. And for our audience as well, we haven't explained yet. In order to, again, keep things very simple, D&D normally involves a lot of modifiers and you have a target number that you want to roll up until and blah, blah, blah. Fuck it. All we need to do is pick the ability we're rolling with, which watching out for tree roots is wisdom. We want to hit equal to or under our ability score. Ah, yes, yes. yes. Uh, so me and James are going to be slightly brain melted today because we're so programmed to treat high numbers as good, but it is yeah. the opposite today. Mm. The yes. ultimate levelling out. Thank you. Yes, we, yes, we yes, do yes, appreciate yes, yes. it. Uh, so so roll, roll with this one? You would roll two dice. And, ah. uh, and you can pick the lower of the roll in this case, the advantageous one. If one of them gets below a 10, six. That's, six. that's a six. You have successfully looked out for tree roots <laughs> and have not tripped and fallen on your face today. Yeah, as what we go, winner. as we go, right? What a winner. Some, a lot of tree roots. Mm, there we go. Tree uh, there'll be a few other skills coming in. Woohoo. Um, lovely. Uh, James, what are you thinking for your species? Well, given my stats, I feel like I have to play a literal fish out of water. Uh-huh. Um, <laughs> so, like, I want to play a fish person, and it's like, you can't even breathe out of water, so I've got a fish bowl, like, yeah. on my oh, head at yes all times. Okay. I'm just, like, filled with water. I'm mm-hmm. just walking around, like, blah, 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 I love it. Excellent. Hello? And, and Can you hear me through this thing? Fish so bowl like... extend down to your gills as well? I mean, yeah, that would, <laughs> <laughs> that would have to make, that, that would have to just be the case. gills are in yeah. his cheek. No, neck. Neck gills. If this is any world we want. <laughs> cool. <laughs> With consent. Now, yes. uh, what do we think, like, the, the fish boost is going to apply? What a fish got going for them? Like, they could be any. Like, you're a little Swiney. fish. Out of water. They got going catch. on for them. <laughs> can, it be, can it be one of intelligence wisdom or charisma? <laughs> he wants to pick at least his <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, what do we think? What do we think? You know how octopuses yeah. are, like, freakishly yeah. smart? Pick election yeah, 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 yeah. results. <laughs> 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 hey, nice. FIFA... <laughs> Outcomes uh, as yes, well. Yes. Yeah. Fish are the smartest animal. Yeah, because Famously. they always are in schools. Oh, thank you. I'm uh, headed for the door. Right. Oh, no. Going down to two party members now. Okay. <laughs> and that's an eleven charisma for you. Thank you. <laughs> See what? Roll that D four and yeah. add it to one of your one of your mind Ooh. stats. One. Oh, God. <laughs> You're as bad as me. The dice just—they want us to be bad today. It's good. It's, it's good. Just gonna boost up that intelligence by one. Okay, so we got a fish person. What about your your special fish skill? Ooh, I would say breathing underwater, but then that might not come up. Um, you never know. You, you live in water. Yeah, yeah. In your head. 
never gets caught. Oh. <laughs> Maybe I'm really slimy, so you know I can like get out of yeah. uh, slippery fish, slippery, slippery yeah. situation, slippery. Yeah. Yeah. slippery fish situation. Cool. Your fish slipperiness will give you advantage on such mm-hmm. rolls to escape from. Sticky situations. Yep. Uh, we got Fishman James, Elvin Amy, and Ryan, what are you thinking? Well, with a strength of 16, constitution of 15, and dexterity of 3, I gotta be an ogre, surely. Oh, yeah. <laughs> nice. Okay, 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 okay. The ogre is naturally known for its overpowering... Stench? Stench. <laughs> yes. <laughs> There's a feature for you. Okay, I lift up my armpits. <laughs> Watch out, nice. Amy. You're opposite. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, we'll attach your stench to your constitution, shall we say. Yes. Um, let's, and uh, let's attach it. boost that con as well. Here's the D4. Let's see if you can get All anything right. other than a one. One, yeah. <gasps> a two! Two Ooh. it is. Okay. Constitution 17. Nice. Cool. Don't mess so with taking some punch oh, me. No. Hell yeah. He's a tough. Eat that rotten tomato. Okay. This is great. The next thing that comes up, the mainstay of D&D is your character class. Ooh. This is kind of the, the role you fill in the adventuring party. Now, in D&D, Ooh. there are as many as 13 different classes in the official rules alone, but they all fall into kind of three particular archetypal characters, mm-hmm. and those are the warrior, yeah. the uh, mage, frail with powerful magic, and uh, the specialist, most embodied by the rogue, you know, the sneak thief type of person. Um, so this, the specialist is very skillful, yeah. not quite as tough as the warrior, doesn't have the magical powers of the mage, but has very specific skills that always come in handy in sticky spots. So there being three archetypes and three of you, perhaps each of you embodies one of these archetypes. I wonder who like. the warrior is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> I wonder who the magic fish is going to be. And yes. therefore. <laughs> That's it. Of course, the, the warrior typically relies on their physical abilities, the mage, their mental, and the specialist, often a bit more of an interplay between both. I think we've sorted ourselves, haven't we? <laughs> the dice have four. The dice have four. Specialist for the elf. Nice. So within that class... There are going to be one major thing, the thing that is your, like your signature ability, the thing that you are the best at, your your coup de grace, if you will, uh, and then we'll, we'll pick a minor one as well. Okay, so clumsy elf. But a specialist. So we think like as, as a specialist, what do you think your speciality is? What is your, your the, the like focus skill? you always land on your feet. You can't reach no, them, but they're dead. Dead. except for approximately seventy-five percent of the time. Um, could, 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 could she be a manipulator? Yeah, like convincing Ooh. others. Mm. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, a face yeah. character. Yeah, lovely. Yeah, we like okay. that. Yeah, a master yeah. of manipulation. Yes, manipulation, mm. persuasion, and deception—that yes, sort of thing. Um, yes, cool. So that's your like primary skill. Yeah, right. Typically, of course, in D and D, social aspects are uh, rely on charisma. But I quite like. <laughs> I quite like. It. Well, charisma is still ten, and still as, 10. as your primary skill, you're going to have advantage when you're playing to your primary skill. Mm-hmm. You've um, earned those ten. There are also like the, the use of intelligence and deception is also slightly underutilized. I think yes. in our game. Mostly I think intelligence is just so often used as a dump stat. Uh, throughout the community, everyone wants to be hot and stupid when they roll play. <laughs> it's just a thing. Um, like Ryan. Yeah. <laughs> That's what it says on my Tinder profile. Thank you. First shot of the night. <laughs> 
tired. Um, yeah. Most DMs don't like their party to fight. I have no problem with this. Uh, the drummer is always welcome. Uh, cool. So we have a master manipulator in our elven specialist. What about that primary skill for our magic fish man? What is your main oh, yeah. magical... I am thinking of these Power. stats. I'm going to go support uh, something like you know the healing properties of water. Oh, you know, I like that. Um, yeah, yeah. Okay. just nice soothing. I have some good old H2O. Okay, grab some salt okay. to yeah. wounds. <laughs> I, I, went, I went all hang and was thinking water bender. Yeah, for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. 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 yeah, Okay, water magic with a with a focus on healing. This is going to come up. Yes, you're kind, but yeah. 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 Um, and uh, <laughs> our warrior, what do you think is your, your combat style? Combat style, hot and stupid. My combat style, yeah. well, I think just being able to take a punch, right? Being able to, oh, um, right. to withstand multiple punches multiple punches, and all of the insults flying my way. <laughs> oh, so like thick skin. Yeah. skin. Absolutely Both thick skin. Yeah. Nice. All of the ways. Oh, nice. this How is will okay. I manipulate that? <laughs> <laughs> cool. All right. Well, make a note into your constitution that your main warrior's feature is thick-skinned. Okay. Let's start playing some uh, some endowments for those of you who are uninitiated in the craft. Endowment is when people give other people ideas about their characters and situations. So for our secondary skill, this is like just a minor trick you can pull out that's associated with your class when we go around and pass out some minor abilities. Amy, I think you've got to be good with your hands. Very crafty, building things, creating things. Like I can make a lock out of yes. a bobby pin. Yeah. Yes. Correct. It's clumsy, you make a lock or you make a lock. Make a lock. No, yeah, no, don't. I didn't pick the lock. I make, make a lock. MacGyver's got nothing on you. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> crafty with hands. Is, yeah. that, is that where we're landing? Mm-hmm. Great. That's it. Crafty with hands. Yes. Handcrafts are also normally a dexterity skill. But... <laughs> That's what I'm thinking. I'm like, but I'm really crap at it. <laughs> I'm good. I'm, I've done a lot of practice. I'm still bad, but I practiced. Yeah, we're dealing with like not so fine grained things. You yeah, know? Okay. Like, this is your aspiration, you know. Is it? <laughs> I to tie my shoelaces one day. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah you just um, shoved the bobby pin and just <laughs> smushed it in there and went, eh, it's stuck. <laughs> Luck achieved. <laughs> Okay, Mr. Fish. Mm-hmm. Mr. Fush. Mr. Fush. Mr. Fush. Mr. Fush. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, what, what are your what are your high scores there? What can we riff on? Yeah, what's what's your, what's your highest? <laughs> what's your ten? Oh, what's so your he's Mr. Ten? Average, right? So he's Mr. Average, which Ooh. means he blends in. Yeah, oh. he can blend in. Like you can become unnoticeable in the crowd. That's pretty handy, right? Like a right? fish octopus. <laughs> like yeah. a fish out of water. That yeah, I can work. bend it with my bowl over my head. <laughs> wait, wait, there's a bowl coming towards us. Just hovering in the air. Oh, no. <laughs> you can be unassuming. <laughs> Excellent skill. Excellent. Oh, Excellent. Yeah. Some great storytelling. Right yeah. oh, beautiful. Last but not least. All right. Be gentle. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you might have been gentle. I have thick skin. <laughs> you know how to make a paper crane. <laughs> Although you've also got no dexterity. No <laughs> this is crazy. Uh, I like that. Out so, of a squashed tank. <laughs> <laughs> Metal origami. I can squish. I can squish a crane into a tank. <laughs> you know your left hand from your right. No. He can make a paper crane out of a crane. <laughs> 
Yes. <laughs> By squashing <laughs> the crap out of it. I squash into pulp. <laughs> you just roll out a crane and fall back up. I'm just crane. making me cranes. <laughs> when he squashes something, it will go flat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're that pal. It's oh. pancake backup. <laughs> pancake ability. He's got pancake ability. My first girlfriend is not very happy with me. <laughs> Um, yeah, thick skin, make things flat. <laughs> that's, There's mad that's synergy it. there, you know? Yeah. It works. Okay. The next thing is hit points. In D&D, normally one has many, many hit points and takes many small amounts of points of damage. We're going to dispense with that and simply give you a small number of hit points and you're going to take, you know, a point of damage at a time, and, and then when you hit zero, bad things are going to happen. Oh, no. Um, the specialist, being our sort of middle-of-the-road character, is going to have three hit points mm-hmm. to keep things single. Mm-hmm. You can take three hits, and then, uh, you know, maybe your head gets cut off. Who Die. knows? Uh, our mage, being more of a frail character, is only going to have two hit points. Excellent. Whereas our warrior keep is going to have me four powerful. hit points. You know it. And whenever an enemy successfully, you know, makes their own roll or whenever your defences fail. This is another little angle. I'm going to try to roll fewer dice for myself as the DM. Since we're all improvising from scratch, I don't necessarily have stat blocks for all of the monsters you're going to fight or, or anything like that. So I, don't, I won't know necessarily if this guy has a strong intelligence or a, a strong strength. So you're going to be able to pick your defence and sort of roll actively to defend yourself against incoming attacks. Typically, of course, one can use dexterity to defend themselves. <laughs> but I sense we won't be doing that much today. <laughs> <laughs> I chucked um, all the people at them so, at um, once. The good news is other abilities can be used. And, of course, one can simply have some armor on. Or just thick skin. Or just thick skin. I think our <laughs> barbarian um, <gasps> is going to have that going for them. We'll say, uh, as a mage, James, you could just defend yourself with intelligence instead of dexterity. Defend myself to, with to my To use mind. your own mage mm. armor. Just go into water. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, Bye. Bye. That's it. <laughs> Um, what sorts of uh, equipment in terms of weapons or, or armament do you think your characters hold with themselves? A gown that fully covers my head and has been made from the finest of spiders, spider webs. Ooh. Made yeah. of spiders. Spider webs. Made from spiders. Spider, spider webs. Yeah, spider silk. silk. Yeah. So it's spider silk. So it's a super light fabric that is very hard to pierce. Ooh, like I'm a Ryan's piercing. skin. <laughs> Maybe I'll make a gown of Ryan's skin. <laughs> you got to get through me first, though. Yes, that's my defence. I like that. I think we'll give you a defence. Write this down of 13. A strong enough attack may pierce the veil, but mm. it'll, it'll defend you. My hopefully. face is still exposed. face is still exposed. And my ankles. <laughs> that's it. Oh. But maybe you will be oh, so re- intrigued some with ankles. my ankles. Oh. <laughs> we can all see stunned. your ankles. Oh, oh my. <laughs> Sexy um, ankles. That's it. Um, <laughs> it's getting hot in the room here. That's it. Um, defense as intelligence for, for a wizard. Yeah. I got my robes, but I can like bring up my ice armor. Mm. I yeah. like the idea of the waterbender, so I got a couple of, I got a couple of like flasks and just carry some handy water around. And like if, if something gets too close, flash freeze. You make a shield. Ice shield. Ice shield. shield. Yeah. I like it. Nice. What about happens when you cry, James? Do you use those? The fish cry. I don't know. Comes out of the gills. <laughs> That's a philosophical oh, wow. question. Do fish, cry. Cry. Do fish have tears? Yeah. We'll find out. Uh, That's beautiful. what the ocean is, salty yes. water. And Ryan, yes, as you are my such, thick a, such a thick skin, my dude, thick skin eh? is we won't my worry armor. about giving you armor and just let you roll for that defense with that mighty constitution that you've got there. You're going to be truly an absolute unit when it comes to That's what my mum called me. 
I won't go into that. Call me unit. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, wow. Should we go into some 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 personality traits? Some uh, some ideals and bonds and flaws. Um, We're also going to do this around the table. I might participate for myself now. Do your bond floor. That's three things. So everybody gets one from everybody around the table. What was it again? Uh, So you have an ideal. Ideal? Which is uh, like your mantra, really. A little bit, yeah. In, yeah. in normal D&D, your ideal complements your what we call alignment, whether mm. you value goodness or order or uh, greed Ooh. or something like that, something philosophical and idealistic that you really uh, yeah. believe in yeah. strongly as a character. I, I think honesty Ooh. is Ryan's ideal, that everyone is honest. Like he's a simple guy. I'm a, I'm a simple but, <laughs> but honest folk. You've got a big heart. <laughs> I've got a very big heart because it's got to pump a lot of blood to all my muscles. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a heart the size of a horse and that's literal. <laughs> like honesty. Um, I want to pump some freedom on to James's fish mage here. Oh, you're a water spirit. Freedom, you want yeah. people to be uh, freedom and free flowing. You hate uh, oh, no. stricture. And that's why you invented the bowl to put on your head. <laughs> so that you could leave even your, your yeah, freedom. Yeah, yeah, your yeah, maximize their freedom. I reckon justice. Oh, justice. justice. Yeah, I like it. Justice for all and equality. Nice. Mm. Some environmental justice up there. Uh, (laughs) Next is the bond. The bond is something a little more tangible. Yes, it's the thing that you will fight and potentially die for. Often bonds are, you know, family or or a certain place or a certain person, you know, something that you can actually get your hands on and really engage with in the world, something that ties you to the world that we are about to create together. Mm. Yeah, I'm feeling like, Amy, your character has been away from your forest because you got kicked out for just falling off the trees, (laughs) you know. You'll fight and you will die for those trees and ah. for your home, you know. Oh, so, so for my home, Justice. my yeah, tree for home. Your, yeah. for your tree home, my tree home. And one day, maybe you'll actually be able to climb one of them. One day, one day, love it. I feel like Ryan. Is this too weird? I feel like you he gave has... Ryan one before. Give James oh, I'll give James one. Oh, but hang on, it doesn't suit you. But maybe it does. <laughs> Let's just give oh. it to you. Oh, a canary. <laughs> sea and sky. Sea and That's sky. right. Yeah. Like it's an unusual combination, and yet this canary means the world to you. Wow. Is that it why you left why I can't the ocean? Just jump back in. <laughs> yes. Because bird means finding Nemo. Yes. It's a friendship for the wow. ages. Nice. Ryan, your bond. I want to give you a, an angry bond. There is vengeance. I'm an angry is bond he, villain now. <laughs> Come on, bring it on. Something that's going to inspire some, some of that visceral D&D action. There is a dastardly villain upon whom you have sworn revenge. Oh, yes, you have. Oh, I will get my um, revenge. Yes. Uh, let's call them. Does this villain have a name? Uh, I was going to go with Twiggy. Twiggy. That's <laughs> all. Twiggy. It's not going to be sick at all. Pretty nasty. Hulk Smash don't like they little Twiggy. Yes. Twilight Twiggy. Twilight Twiggy. Ooh. Um, we will not say exactly why you have sworn revenge on Twiggy yeah. just yet. Let's find out. Cool. The last thing then, your flaw. Yes, that one foible, that one pitfall into which your character is destined always to fall. Ryan, so because everybody looks at your character and is like, oh, it's a big dumb guy. So your character is like really, really, really insecure about his intelligence. Like the moment somebody says, you know, maybe you shouldn't have done that. What are you saying? I's stupid. You know? Eleven's a low number. <laughs> no, it's a, it's a, it's, it's a great number. No, it's great. But You're I actually, don't like being it's, eleven. It's a low Stop telling me that I'm so dumb. <laughs> I'm, I'm small. Yeah, he's got it. 
Nice. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Think, think of body skin. Yeah, <laughs> Not to think of emotional skin. Well, I've got to send one James way. Um, your flaw is you don't like being alone. Oh. Still looking for my school. Yeah. Huh. Afraid to be alone. Flaw of this clumsy but otherwise quite smart elf. Ah, uh, this is this just going to be classic. Cocky. <laughs> yes, <laughs> His master yes. manipulator always yes. just goes one step too, too far. far. Too far. Too far. <laughs> too That's why far. you are no longer living in the trees, perhaps. 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 <laughs> okay. Quite a nice little crew here. All right. I think names are now necessary. Who are we dealing with? Oh, Amy's ready. I'm no, I know. <laughs> I'm, I'm nearly there. I've, I need to pick my of. I'm going an of. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You yeah, know, yeah, and I'm yeah, trying yeah. to name my hometown that I really love and adore mm-hmm, but is mm-hmm, no mm-hmm, longer open arms mm-hmm. to me. So you you guys, girl. Uh, I, I think it's going to be K-Bar the Brave. Say K-Bar? K-Bar. K-Bar. I like that. Love going it. to the K-Bar. K-Bar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, the brave. I'm not insecure about my sexuality. Uh, <laughs> the very least. Just my intelligence. This is brilliant. Fuck yeah. K-Bar the Brave. Ogre Warrior. Uh, so nobody really knows what my character's birth name is because every time it comes out, it sounds like... Bergman. Bergman. You're going to have to talk like that for the fucking episode now. Oh, you've committed. This guy has some telepathy. Well done, James. You can spell it as Beric Bergman. Nice. <laughs> Love it. All right. And I am Serena of Haransom. Oh, Serena. Haransom. Haransom. Far, 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 Ansom. Hell yeah. K Bar the Brave, Ogre Warrior, Beric Bergman. Beric Bergman. <laughs> Fishman, Mage. <laughs> yes, thank you. And Serena of Haransom. Elf. Far, far, Ansom. Far, With far, F, Yeah, far, far, for Ansom. Far, far, for Ansom. Mm, but no, um, <laughs> don't do it. Is that my childhood fantasy <laughs> in a tree? In a tree, yes. <laughs> playing with it. Okay, now where are we? The last thing we need, you know, we don't necessarily have a map per se. We need to have an understanding about our setting. Cerulea is a wild world of adventure under a multicolored sky. Mm-hmm. The other thing I decided when I was like, how can I make this setting kind of fantastical? Is let's make the sky a fucking rainbow. Yes. Fuck yes. It. Uh, if you've seen the logo, that's basically the sky at, at daytime is yeah. the pastel colors in this kind of Aurora Borealis-esque kaleidoscope. Mm-hmm. And uh, as night falls, though there is no sun or moon, those colors shift into their darker red, blue, green counterparts. Uh-huh. Pastel uh, by day, probably. That's it. But, of course, there are still all of the different landscapes. You know, our our adventures so far have taken place in the bright and bustling city of Duopolis. We know that there are vast fields and plains surrounding Duopolis and that there will be mountains and forests and deserts and Arctic environments elsewhere in the world. So what kind of landscape do you think we should explore today? (laughs) Not desert. Not desert. (laughs) Can we be on a ship on the ocean? Well, yeah, we could be on a ship. That could be fucking cool. Ooh. Ooh okay. We don't have to stay on the ship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, you we, know. Can, we can definitely start on a ship. We're shipbound. Because you and I are definitely going to fall into the water. <laughs> <laughs> that one's pretty quick in this yeah. show. Oh, wow. No masts <laughs> should be climbed. <laughs> <laughs> what is the ocean's name? Is this the sea of? Is this the ocean of? Fantasy gibberish is such a thing. What I like... 
using actual words that describe stuff. And then, you know, the fantasy gibberish is just that translated into dwarven, say. Like, the sea of Vesperia is quite fun to say, but, like, what does it actually tell us? You know, where's the sea of lost dreams? Sea of purgatory. Oh, Oh, we're going there. Auspicious. (laughs) (laughs) The sea of lost husbands. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Tree brings lost husbands. (laughs) So is it the sea of poetry of lost husbands? (laughs) It's a bit specific, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I know, well, it's you know, just a bunch old... of guys just on the couch just waiting <laughs> for someone to make their food. <laughs> oh. Sorry. We're going stereotype. Isn't it that, like, there's that old... Um, archetype of you know men going out to sea and never coming back so maybe this is a particularly ah, vicious uh, claimer of dangerous souls. ocean which is the sea of lost husbands it's really just an <laughs> island on the other side and there's just they're super all just hot. Like everybody's out. just super hot and like yeah i'm gonna stay there <laughs> so they're all just sitting on a couch <laughs> yeah it's my hometown but i got kicked out oh my god all right um the island of sand spouse sand spouse sand spouse Cool, we're on a sea. Naturally, there's probably a, a coast nearby. Mm. Let's think a little bit about the ship we're on. Do you guys think we're on a pirate ship? Are we on a trading ship? Are we on a military ship? Are you on your own ship? What's the definitely a merchant? Mm, I was ship. feeling that too, mm, but a very stable one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's yeah. Built well with, with magical oak spices on this Ooh. ship. Oh. Yeah. Spice merchants. Spice merchants. Hell yeah. Our party find themselves on a spicy ship out on the sea of sand spouse. Sand spouses? Sand spouses. Sand spouses. Sand spouses. Sand spouses. So many spouses. I know. Oh my God. I'm just be... imagining my mixing when <laughs> I'm listening no, to all of these. We'll be spitting. So many spitting <laughs> Um Oh, <laughs> this is great. We know who we are. Let's take a quick short rest, as we say in the in the D and D world, and then jump straight into our narrative. Lightning cracks through the sky. <laughs> The ship lurches and rolls as you find yourselves on the spicy boat, uh, boaty big spice boat, in the middle of a dire storm. The captain shouts, Aye, you lads, get the mainsails tailed in! You, fucking stand up, why are you lying down? (laughs) Shit's going on. The first thing I need is for everybody to roll for dexterity. (laughs) That's a huge wave, plows into the ship. Let's see what we got. Natural one! Two down here. Okay. That's a nine. Watch that dog. The two is below my three. Hell yeah. K-Bar, up on the prow, a rope in your large, meaty hands. You sort (gasps) of, you squat and fucking just hold your ground. I'm not letting go. (laughs) Fishman over here. Riding the wave, man. Riding that wave. Unfortunately, Serena, up in the helm, you know, trying to help the captain keep track of what's going on. You sort of lose your footing, careen over the side rail and find yourself dangling over the side of the ship as it is tossed in the storm. That's what's up. Do um, we see this happen? Yes. You're all aware of what's going on. Perhaps Serena's cries. <laughs> oh, Serena. Having one. Uh, 
since there's so much water around, can I try to water ban like you know a safety yeah yeah, safety, yeah, yeah, yeah like, a like safety a net like yeah. something in between a rope and a net? Absolutely. Go ahead and roll your intelligence with advantage as you uh, do some basic water bending magic to help your friend out. The lower one is a ten. Okay. Your intelligence is twelve, right? Twelve. Hell yeah. You Woo. pluck a strand out of the wave. It wraps around your waist, Serena, and hoists you safely back onto the ship. Kaybar, you have a, an action you'd like to attempt? Uh, I think I'm ready to get this mainsail up. We need to get moving and out of this storm. Go ahead and roll for strength, I guess. Okay. Uh, just a I'm straight roll just, for this I'm one. just pulling on this rope. Let's see what happens. It's a two. I'm oh, a 16. Wow. I do it with my little pinky finger. <laughs> it's a rope over here. The sail is trimmed immediately, and you sense the ship stabilize slightly. The captain yells out, Ah, good work there, K-Bar. I knew it was a good job having such a strong ladder board. He pulls you aside, Serena, and says, What are we going to do to get out of this this squall? In my hometown of Varanasam. <laughs> We knew that the water waves would listen to the wise words of the fish. My friend Beric, speak kindly to the waves today. Well, we are. <laughs> I can certainly do that. But oh, it's me. Oh, it's me. Give us the same damage, bitch. Oh, please. And I'm going to try to... I, I know I kind of like stop the storm, but just trying to like keep the waves off the sides of the ship. Cool, cool. This is quite a big spell, so mm-hmm. roll straight. But uh, Amy, as Serena is, you know, kind of helping your friend out here, I want to say, roll one of your D6s and you will subtract that from James's roll. Mm. Um, one, two, three. A three. Oh, <laughs> that's a total of zero. A modified zero. <laughs> oh, Wait, that's good. That's insanely good. Wow. <laughs> yes, this reassuring elven hand on your shoulder, the natural connection of the elves to the natural world sort of helps you connect your own water magic to the wood of the ship. And you sense the ship as a whole organism all of a sudden. You sort of just push your hands out and this huge anti-wave spreads out in front of the ship. The crew all cheer wildly as the ship sort of levels and sails for a moment in calm waters. Lightning crashes again. <laughs> I am going to roll right now to see how bad the lightning lashes the ship. On a 15, the main mast, which you have so expertly trimmed, oh, is no. struck by a lightning bolt and begins falling. Uh-oh. <laughs> well, <laughs> I think I better catch them there. Pulls the tent towards my poor mate. Okay. You are quite strong, but I, I do want you to roll with disadvantage. Even an ogre as large as yourself trying to catch this It is a straight huge save. I just, I just shot massive. that. So you're going to pick two dice and roll the higher. Ooh. Well, that's looking... Oh, 17. 17 and a 15. Your strength is... 16. 16. Just, oh. just. Oh. You reach up. Oh, oh it got me in the <laughs> head. Cratches. So um, your special skill is flattening, I believe. Um, not myself. <laughs> you are yourself slightly flattened. You are pinned under the I have one of them mast. buzz cuts. I would like you now, Ryan, roll quickly for constitution. Seven. Cool. Uh, you do not take damage, luckily. I do um, not take a main saddle are... with a head lying down. <laughs> uh, you are now lying down, pinned underneath this Maybe mast. Maybe I just... <laughs> you are just not uh, severely injured as a result. Help me. <laughs> you don't have to do it like that when you're talking to me. <laughs> no, I just uh, got a bit of water. <laughs> uh, of course. I'm stuck. <laughs> um, right. We can certainly try something. 
Can I send in a bit of water to like push the log a little bit in a way that wouldn't hurt? Uh, you can, you can try to summon a wave to roll. Oh, the log summon off. a wave! You might get a little whipped. <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna have a little bit of a complex roll here because you're of course also concentrating on trying to keep the waves off of the oh, ship while also yeah. bringing the waves on to the ship. So redirecting, you know, redirect that energy. Unfortunately, concentration is and has always been a constitution role. So first, I want Great. you to roll for intelligence to just successfully help yep. your friend out. Two. Okay, awesome. You easily summon a wave. Thank you, good, sir. It rolls the log gently off, but now I need you to make that constitution roll to mm-hmm. see if you can keep your previous efforts. Ooh, seven. Oh. And your con is six. Six. Oh, oh so close. is not a man's trait. That's it. You unfortunately lose your grip on the spell that you are currently working on. The ship begins tossing violently once again. Somebody at the prow of the ship says, Oh my God, what is that? This elven lookout points into the water as this huge tentacle rises up at the head of another wave. I need everyone to roll that dexterity again as the ship is rocked by a monster approaching. Well, gold, dang it. <laughs> well. I got 10. Okay. It's a 15 over here. <laughs> I got 11. Right. I'm in time. the water. <laughs> I watched, how'd you roll 10 over your... Five. More than five. I'll definitely say yes. Uh, with 10 over five. Once again, you find yourself sort of hanging over the side of the ship. <laughs> um, good thing you're good with your hands, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> you're not quite in the water yet, but you're definitely close. 15 over three. I am not even on the boat. In the water, yes. Yeah. K-Bar goes flying. James, how close were you? 11, off by 5. Also off by 5. So you also find yourself now hanging over the edge of the ship as this massive tentacle restricts the ship. Everyone's freaking the fuck out. The captain is going to be like, Not on my watch, you dang dirty tentacle! And picks up a harpoon and just tries to like stick it in this fucking thing. Um... Let's see if he can roll less than a 10 with disadvantage. He can't. Uh, <laughs> uh, cool. What would you guys like to try to do? Well, I'm in the water. How about I wrestle them there? Tentacle. <gasps> yes. Yes. <laughs> yes. Tentacle wrestling. It's going something to I was born to do. <laughs> dive down and attack the tentacle from the source. Nice. Yes. Uh, go ahead and as you're underwater and out of your element, roll with disadvantage, but your strength is still 16. Okay, we got a 15 and a 2. Okay, the 15 is still just under your strength. So you, uh, correct. you grab this tentacle. You are sort of now approaching it. It's classic giant squid thing trying to wrap up the boat. But you grab yourself around one of the tentacles and start to push the edge off of the hull of the ship underwater. Please roll save. constitution to hold your breath. <gasps> I'm going to have to go underwater as I peel this tentacle off the ship. We got nine. Cool. You're down there. You're wrestling with this squid thing. Not in mortal danger just yet. What about you two? Hanging off the side of the boat. Big tentacle lightning rain. I see from the very corner of my eye that the spice we carry is actually (laughs) gunpowder. Shit, yeah. Oh, yeah. Shit, yeah. (laughs) That's some spicy spice. Yes. Uh, and as I see that the gunpowder is within close grasp, as I hang on with one hand, I reach towards the gunpowder and hope that the lantern that has fallen close <laughs> to me, which is miraculously still alive <laughs> despite the, the water it's and the storm. Lantern. But can I grab both okay. the gunpowder uh, and the lantern? 
You're going to roll for dexterity. Because Stop this is, rolling for dexterity. Because this is handiwork, you would normally have advantage. Because you are hanging over the side of the ship, you have disadvantage, <laughs> so you're going to roll one die and All hope right. you get that five or lower. Um, may the gods be with me. Uh, one! One! It's a one! <laughs> the ship rocks. You notice the crates of gunpowder shift in the lower deck, which you can see through the gun ports just underneath the tentacle. You grab that lantern, you fucking hook it. As the ship rolls, it sails through the window. There is a crack as the hull splits under this, I don't know, big boom! <laughs> Uh, everybody roll for constitution. Oh, I got this, guys. Big boom. Seven. Five oh, under I'm 17. Good. Right on, right on, Dang right on. on. 18. Okay. Dennis, quite bad. Oh, Your constitution yeah. is also oh, yeah. a lot, right? Um, <laughs> we got to go save. All right. <laughs> that, that's, that's also like more than 10 over your constitution. You're sort of hanging over the side of the ship. The ship rolls. You think, oh, this is bad. Giant explosion catches you dead in the face. You take two points of damage and are immediately on zero. Yep. <gasps> oh, no, bro. We're not going straight to instant death here, oh, no. but uh, he is very badly injured. The ship splits immediately in half. Fucking K-Bar underneath the fucking ship. K-Bar. Fucking K-Bar. Oh, yeah. You're under there. When you're I'm under the together. ship, I'm fucking K-Bar. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. The water is protecting you. The squid thing is protecting you. This thing, of course, lurches and retracts itself as this huge explosion goes off. We're going to now make kind of a strength off, basically, oh, yeah. you and the squid to see mm. if you can. Uh-huh. I guess it's kind of on to you right now. Do you want to hold on to the squid thing as it flees the ship? Do you want to try to stay where the ship is? No, he... What's, what's your vibe? He don't almost killed my friend. So I'm seeing red. I want to kill that squid <laughs> tentacle. Okay. He must cool, cool, die. Cool, cool, cool. We're going to roll against each other right now. The squid <gasps> is so huge, so I'm going to roll two dice to your one. Oh, and whoever ouch. gets the lower number is going to get their way. Uh, you're trying to beat... <laughs> I rolled a nat 20 and a nat 1. That's 13. <laughs> okay. This thing, it's in its element, of course. The tentacles move with a grace unlike anything so large I have no have. grace, that's for sure. Uh, you slip off of this thing as it writhes. On a nat 1, I'm going to deal you a point of damage as well. The squid throws you. Another tentacle comes off and catches you straight across the jaw. That's my good jaw. And you are now adrift. However, as you are no longer attached to the squid, you may notice... Just off to your right-hand side, the familiar figure of your fish friend, unconscious in the water, a huge splinter <gasps> stuck into his abdomen. But breathing just fine, but thank breathing, you very much. But possibly breathing just fine. Yes. Oh, I think we need You're to, still on the we ship. Need to what would, what save would, Barak. Yeah, what would Serena like to try to do now? Serena thinks that... Can you make if, something? What can you make with your hands? You are now like on the oh, forecastle. It is like sort of yes, Titanic to yes. half under the water. It's beginning to sink. People, <laughs> there are bodies <laughs> everywhere. The captain's sort of next Serena. to you. Going, what the fuck was that, Serena? What <laughs> 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 my shit? You fucked up. <laughs> so it was just a bit windy. I always take things a little too far. <laughs> Inspiration. <laughs> Serena casts her eyes left and right. Mm -hmm, She mm -hmm. grabs some rope that has been rolling on the floor. Mm -hmm, She looks mm -hmm. across and she grabs not one, but two doors that have blown (laughs) asunder in the thunder that was her gunpowder incident. two doors. Better than Rose did. Two doors, because she remembers Titanic. (laughs) 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 But in Elven Titanic. Yeah. And so 
she grabs the doors and starts <laughs> to lash them together. Okay. Lash them together. But is her crafty handiwork yeah, yeah, yeah. and dexterity good enough <laughs> to cast this I tell you to what, her friends? Um, I'm, I'm going to be nice to you here. You can roll for intelligence as you are actively designing a, a quality raft here. So roll with your intelligence. I'm going to give you advantage because uh, we have this thing in D&D called inspiration. Having very successfully played to your character's floor, I'm awarding you a free advantage. <gasps> two. On the nat two, you get the rope, you get the doors, you lash. It's it's hodgepodge, but it'll float, uh, and you jump off the edge of the forecastle towards the direction you know that Burke <laughs> has fallen uh, and arrive in the water with this thing. You can sort of, it's still dark, but as flashes of lightning rake across the sky, you can see him still only maybe a metre or two below the waterline right now. Beric, you are swimming in a sea. We flash back to Beric's youth on the coral reefs. Let's go. Let's just go straight Finding Nemo. Finding Nemo. <laughs> <laughs> this beautiful rainbow reef, all of these wonderful pieces of vibrant life, so free. But yet, something else lingers on the edge of Beric's. Something just out of rasp. Your dad fish. Uh, I don't know. He's in the kitchen chopping vegetables or whatever the fish equivalent of chopping vegetables is. Seaweed. <laughs> it's always seaweed. <laughs> it's just chopping Make seaweed. caviar. He's got a little swordfish knife. Um, and he goes, I was cool today, son. Oh, who do it? Yeah, it was really good. We still sound like this even though we're underwater. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, that's why we're underwater. And everything's kind of like, whoop, whoop, whoop. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, I'm so, I'm so proud of you. I'm excited for you to grow up and uh, follow in the family business, you know, of, uh, of, of seaweed farming. Oh, about that, Dad? I was, I was actually hoping to, to go out and, you know, explore the world a little bit, you know? What? But this, all, all, everything you could want is here. We have, uh, we have the seaweed farm and we have the, the traffic from the, from the local current bringing lots of tourism. You know, you could, you could work bar and... Oh, I know, I mean, I do want to come back someday, but, you know, just there's a whole world out there and, you know, it might be nice to explore it and just enjoy the freedom of the whole ocean. Uh, and maybe not even the whole ocean, maybe some land too. <laughs> he sort of uh, takes a breath and kind of looks to the side. He, he comes down and kneels, puts a hand on your shoulder. And he's like, son, I just, listen, I know uh, we, we hear a lot of tales, you know, at the theatre, our, our manta ray, you know, spins great tales of adventure and heroes. It's just, our exploring is, it's dangerous. And you're just, you're just, just a bit average, son. <laughs> I worry, you know, you're, you don't run very fast and you're, uh, you're not first in water-bending class and it's just, are you sure you can hack it, you know? I wouldn't want you to get hurt. Oh, well, thanks for your concern, Dad, but I just think that this is the way for me. You know, sometimes it's what you used to say, you got to go with the flow sometimes. <laughs> and this is where the current seems to lead for me. Okay. Uh, I want you to go ahead and make a constitution roll as you cling to life. That is. Six. And my constitution is six. Okay. (laughs) In the memory, sort of like, breathe deeply as you see this huge log in your belly. And uh, still on zero hit points, but sort of find yourself sort of conscious in the middle of the ocean. Keeper, it is your turn. Oh, my God. Your friend has landed with this raft ahead of you. They're all within reach. Well, one thing I know is reverse CPR. (laughs) 
And I'm going to... <laughs> don't flatten me. <laughs> I don't want to flatten you, little friend. But I think it's time that, that I pull that plank of wood out of you and fix you right up. There's one thing we know about people with spikes in their chests. You should definitely pull it out. <laughs> <laughs> when you're a train... When you're trained... When you're trained... <laughs> You don't just leave it in there forever. <laughs> this is it. This is it. Okay. Uh, you're going to perform some medicine. This is going to be a wisdom roll. Ooh. Ooh. Okay, Bo. It's actually reasonably wise. Thank you. Thank you. I've, I've lived on the streets. I know how to... Uh, how to deal with stabs. <laughs> I know how to deal with the shivs. This is a big one. Oh, Ooh. but we have an 18. Oh. Hmm. Okay. This is brutal. <laughs> you pull that log out. <laughs> guts. Just every fish guts all fish through the water. <laughs> Everywhere. Caviar. Oh, no. Oh, Barak, what did I do? Uh, Barak, I need you to roll constitution with disadvantage. <laughs> 17 and an 18. It's a 17 and an 18. Uh, you pull this one out. <laughs> your father's words ring in your ears. It's just dangerous out there as you fade fade into black Serena you have the raft, you can see your friends under there, you can see as another flash of lightning rakes the sky, this plume of red in the water Serena reaches back down into the purse that's still attached to her body because she goes everywhere with her purse and pulls from it the finest of silk thread. It is a cloth made of spider's web. Mm. And she reaches out to her friend who is bleeding and she's going to craft a bandage around his wound to prevent it from gaping open and spilling his soul to the sea. Uh, All right, I want you to roll. This is going to be wisdom flat. Your craft advantage is cancelled out by the disadvantage of him being so thoroughly fucked right now. (laughs) It is a one. Oh, my God. Oh, he's rolling hot today. Rolling hot. Yes. Flash as you pull this bandage out on those elves. They're crafty, but there's that hint of little magic. And you've been companions for some time. Perhaps you've been picking up a few of those little water-bending tricks. You slip the gauze as K-Bar struggles to the surface. Beric in his arms, you slap that bandage down. It quickly coagulates in the wound. And uh, you feel, though it is barely perceptible, the faintest shiver of breath still in the life of Beric's body. (laughs) As the ship behind you begins to sink. Beric, the ocean you're in now, it's very strange. You're in the depths. There are lights shining. Every time you think you see movement, it's out of vision and there's something else in your periphery, the sense of a big motion from behind you. As a voice, deep, ancient, older than the water itself. So you think you know magic? Well, hi there, mister. Uh, we're also underwater, so you can just... Oh, oh, uh, yeah. <laughs> Keep forgetting. <laughs> Sorry, I was just... It seems your ambitions have escaped your grasp. Oh, I, all I ever wanted was a bit of freedom to run around in the open oceans and the open fields. And for a while, I kind of got that. It was kind of nice. Until you got blown up. Oh, yeah. If only you'd been stronger, smarter, faster. If only, yeah. (laughs) Think, what is it that you really, really, really want to be? A flying fish. (laughs) Spirit. So you can meet your friend. Yeah. The canary. 
I have a friend and her name's Violet. She's a bird and she flies and, well, it seems really fun. Perhaps there is something you can bring to your life still. Perhaps there is something left to accomplish. This motion of the ocean <laughs> swells once again and you see large spiny fins wreath around beside you the sense of a large fanged maw with many eyes and the sensation of static electricity fills your whole body you have strong friends and a strong heart you want what you can't have so go get it and I'll get what I need later okay there is a tremendous crack of lightning. You all, on your little raft, see this actual bolt of lightning strike Beric. <gasps> he and breathes. His eyes glow with lightning for a second. You gain a hit point back. Yay! You're not a one. Anything but fuck you, we're the one. Uh, no, your intelligence goes up by one point. Because <laughs> <laughs> you are blessed by the god of storms. And stupidity. <laughs> and we smash cut to a brightly lit shore. A bedraggled crew washes up on their makeshift raft, exhausted, shipless, but alive on a strange shore. Oh, you guys wouldn't believe what I saw back there. <laughs> what was it? Well, I think I died for a second. The lightning struck far upon your head. Is all okay for your ball has a slight crack in it? Yeah, I, I kind of like to think of it as like a, you know, a Harry Potter scar. <gasps> oh, I've never seen anything like it. You are truly the one. Oh, we had this theater down back in the ocean. The stingray managed it and it was really cool. <laughs> I fear we have landed upon the coast which does not lead me to my home. I fear we are lost. Home is far away. We're my gonna have to make home is far ransom. Far far. Far far for ransom. We're gonna have to make a home here for now. We're gonna have to set up camp. I cannot accept <gasps> to set up camp upon here because my home is where my heart it must return. For do you not know that I am dying? <gasps> dum, dum, dum. I have not touched the roots of her ransom in over twenty years, and I cannot know this charge in my soul unless I dig that earth beneath my fingers and reach and touch the roots, or I will die within the week. We must get you out of here. I'm going to make a boat. There's plenty of wood round. Ah, uh, you make for the tree line at the edge of the beach. As you take in your surroundings, I would like everyone to make our wisdom rolls as we roll for perception. We've got a three. Ooh, a three Four for guy. me too. Okay. Got a 12. Distracted as you are by your longing for home and you do not hear the soft footsteps approaching, but you guys... Uh, here, crack of, of little branches, movement what was in the undergrowth, in the trees above, and sense that there are more than a few locals spying you. You see beady eyes, you see snouts, tusks. There's danger on this island. Oh, it looks like we're not alone. Normally I'd say that's a good thing, but I don't um, know if these ones are friendly. Half a dozen pig folk. Emerge from the underbrush holding spears dressed in simple but really quite uh, 
crafty, uh, <laughs> you know, woven tunics and, and skirts and stuff. And the larger of the pigs with the magnificent tusks and a shock of black hair. There's, oh, who goes there? Who are you? Strangers. Well, I gotta turn on my charm <laughs> that I have a little bit of. I say I'm Cabal the Brave. We have come as voyagers past your island. We mean not to stay. We mean just to take a little from your island. Mm. Can we have some of your precious resources? Go ahead and roll your charisma. Brian, Let's see. We Ooh. have a four under right. 11. Nice. nice Hell nice, yeah. Nice. You see this uh, pig man himself, reasonably large by the standards of his society, but, you know, nothing compared to your rippling might. <laughs> you can see as you sort of talk, he, he takes his time looking you up and down a bit and kind of goes, oh, Like mm. what you see? Yes. <laughs> um, we have often when people come, they wash up, they are um, you're often uh, unshaved, they have, they have beer gut, they, they lay about, they demand snacks, but uh, you seem like a handyman. <laughs> They're just blowing off right now. <laughs> There's a lot of chest puffing happening. Maybe, maybe we have uh, our, our land is sacred to us, but... You will meet our leader. Come, yes. You and your uh, pointy ear friend and your fish man. They are. Are, are you cool? Are they chill? Yeah, they're with me. All right. I can vouch for them. What was your name, young sir? Um, Hamfast. Thank you, Hamfast. Yes. You're mighty hospitable. We thank you for it. Mm mm mm. Yes, come. Mm. Mm. Uh, the pig man sort of oink vigorously uh, and show you through the palm trees. You notice you're on a classic oasis sort of island. You've got a large beach of white sand, many tropical trees, mountains in the distance under the multicolored sky. Would you like to perform any sort of actions as they lead you to their village? This takes you know, a bit of time. I would like to try to heal myself and uh, K-Bar. Yeah. Uh, because I think we're still sitting a bit low on the hit points. Right on, right on. Roll for intelligence to see if you can pull off some healing on you and your friend. Eight. Cool. You may give uh, a hit point to either yourself or K-Bar. Take it, son. You need it more than I do. You know what? I think you're right. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I would like to fall in line with what I perceive to be a boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, a boy pig. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Looks to be the son of Hamfist. Oh, yeah. And I speak to him some slippery words, for (laughs) I want to know what is the desire of Hamfist and what will make him do my bidding. Uh, ham fast, ham slow. Uh. <laughs> Someone likes a ham fist. <laughs> oh my goodness, I said ham fist. Uh, well, you know, maybe that's what ham, whatever is in ham fast, truly decides, I think. Nice. That's just your elfish accent. I'm worried about the size of... Nice. Uh, go ahead and roll, roll for charisma, but have advantage as you try to sort of uh, wile some information out of this uh, impressionable youth. Oh, four. Okay, awesome. Yes, young ham fast junior. Fast. So we keep it simple. It was, it was fast, but that's, that's. I mean, fist. I like fist as well. Um, <laughs> he goes by both names. His name is ham fast ham yes. fist. By night? That, yeah, yeah, yeah. Once, once you get to know me, you know. <laughs> young ham fist. Young ham fist the younger. From ham fist to my friends, ham fast to my enemies. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Very pretty. Uh, Serena's going straight is, to the friend list. <laughs> <laughs> Not really my type, but okay. Um, 
Uh, oh, Hamfast is our oh, great warrior. Yes, he wants to be chief one day. Uh, but our lord, who rules our tribe, you know, he's, uh, he's, he's quite strict, but he's very smart. Hamfast always tries to challenge him, but he's, he's too quick. Mm-hmm. And, uh, so you he know. desires the power of your tribe. Yes, he's, he's, he's a great warrior, and he's very good at making ropes, uh, and he cooks like a mean, mean toucan stew. Mm. It's my favorite. Thank you, young one. No worries. You have a nice look. He's admiring your like spider silk gown. This is very cool. We make things out of like leaves and grass, and sometimes we use like coconut fibers. But this is very cool. Mm. Mm, I wove this myself. <gasps> it took a very long time because I could not thread the needle. Ah <laughs> uh, yes, hooves. Make <laughs> you have no idea. Little <laughs> yes, <with> cleft hands. <laughs> Wow. Oh, beautiful. <laughs> with uh, with my insight, I'm, I'm sensing an overthrow of this island might be in order. Mm. Uh, I want to see if I can get Hamfast in a corner and see if he mm. wants to team up and lead a revolution. All right, you can uh, make another charisma roll. It's a 20. <gasps> I suppose you catch a little bit of what Serena's talking about back there and get to talking to Hamfast yourself about his position and what's going on and he explains the situation I do have a little bit of insight he calls himself the uh, the lord in shadow he's cloaked he is and he always speaks and you sort of mention overthrow and he sort of gasps and stops the whole fucking column he ceases working he says, do not speak you. against the lord in shadow ears he has everywhere he looks up into the trees and there's this like rustle of feathers <laughs> As several birds take flight, and he has like this deep, deep terror in his eyes. He goes, It may be too late. It may kill you as soon as we arrive. Well, we can't have that. <laughs> I don't I wouldn't like that kid. either. But, uh, um, he is mighty in the ways of magic, and oh. he, he works the trees and the wood and the twigs to his will. Did you say twigs? He's very good with twigs. Like sometimes I'm like, why not logs? But he's like, no, twigs. You see, I've got a mortal enemy named Twiggy. You see, as you say say this name, once again, the crows. He says, oh, is the great lord of this island my enemy? He has not told us this name, but I must avenge my poor mother's death at the hands of Did your mother's eyes get poked out as well? Yes, one by one. He was relentless. No more! Damn this lord. Let's go. Let's just fucking confront this, you know. I'm just going to smash. We just got to go in there. Guns blazing now. Okay. I'm seeing red. Excuse me, Mr. Yes, Hans, yes, um, with this Lord of Shadow, does this magic have a certain solace? Uh, he always uh, is cloaked and uh, surrounded by his, his bird pals and, and as the twigs. We have not seen what he draws from his power, but it's, it's fearsome. I have a bird power. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, maybe. Maybe come in handy, I don't know. Do you speak bird? I like to imagine that she understands me. All right, cool, cool, cool. We know what ham... Fast once. Yes. Perhaps the bird can spy for us and learn the monster's ways. Shall we release the canary to do our bidding and seek a weakness upon the canaries? He just got new canary, actually. His, his first spy is canary. <gasps> Perhaps a spy upon us. I would like everyone quickly to roll for 
dexterity. Greatest <laughs> <laughs> wisdom. Oh, no. There was a rumble in the ground underneath 19. you. Seven over three. No, it would normally be great, but no. Uh, the ground rumbles. There's a susurrus as many twig-like branches snake towards you. The whole group is bound up in wrapped twigs. There's a whistle through the trees and a terrible voice comes from all directions at once. So you think you could come into my island and interrupt my schemes? I think not! You shall come before me. Kazam! You are sucked into the ground and appear in this mystical cave. You're all stuck and bound in these roots hanging from the ceiling. And this cloaked, hunched figure stands before a large column of, like, glowing amethyst crystal. The cave itself is sort of interspersed with many geodes and wondrous things, and you can see there are many doorways leading to other areas in the cavern. This figure regards you and says, Ah, Victicent <laughs> Kaba, the motherless. I knew that we would one day meet again. Whips his hood back. Uh, what should Twiggy look like? He's got <laughs> twigs Groot. for a mustache. <laughs> Groot, not Groot. No! Uh, it's like, I, I am Twiggy. I am Twiggy. <laughs> I am um, yes. This sort of guy, you know, okay, yeah, kind of a tree guy, oaken face, deep sap-coloured eyes, uh, and this shank mossy hair, and spindly spiky fingers come from his blackened robe as he sort of caresses you. He says, oh, yes, look at those eyes. They'll make a wonderful addition to my collection. But who are your friends? You do not harm my friends. This beef is between you and me. Not them. Let them go. I think you'll find it's pork. And he oh. grabs Hamfast. For your betrayal, he talks to Hamfast as the leader. Perhaps your little son should be. He sort of like walks towards Hamfast Jr. reaching out. That <gasps> pointy spindly finger reaching ever so joyfully slowly towards his eyes. Perhaps you should listen to me. Oh, Cast an eye in your direction. Ah, you've made an elf friend. For I have hidden this deep within my soul for such a long time, but Kebar is not my friend. <gasps> what? Kebar is, in fact, an enemy of the elves, for he swung the axe upon our tree, and I have been using him to help my return to my home. And so, as the enemy of the enemy, are you not my friend? <gasps> what a delicious twist. Go ahead and roll. 15. This is a manipulation roll, so roll with advantage. Fifteen. Okay, that's higher than both your intelligence or your charisma. Um, <laughs> but combined, the intelligence—it's <laughs> so, 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 so high. Uh, I'll make a quick little decision roll. Yes, he grins his uh, rooty teeth, and he does that thing where, like, he just glides across the ground and shoves up to your face real quick. He says, "Oh, my dear, your honeyed words will have no effect on me, oh, for I have woven an enchantment about my ears that sifts." It's all falsehood, and I detect, in fact, that you harbour a secret affection for this creature, <gasps> though he affected some oh small my. infringement upon your elven people. The fact that you have been sent to find him has given you the freedom to taste the world and not trip over so many tree roots, and thus perhaps <gasps> you've learned too much 
to be accepting and open-minded and that sort of bullshit. So, no, 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 no. You are not the enemy of my enemy. You are, in fact, a friend of my enemy and therefore my enemy. You see too much. Uh, perhaps I shall take your eye instead. Um, Mr. Twiggy, is that you, if that's your name? I prefer Lord in Shadow. Okay, Lord in Shadow Thank Twiggy. You. I want to ask you a question, if that's okay. Oh, I love questions. Yes, I'm always happy to talk about myself. Are you happy? Oh, quite. I have unfettered powers. I have mastery of root and winged creature. I can dispose of my enemies and trap those who annoy me. Why would I be sad? Well, we were just above ground on the island, and the (laughs) island just doesn't look that big. So, you know, you have power over tree and roots, but only on this island. (laughs) You think my power is bound, but here, no, the roots of the world go far, and I can go many places. The roots of the world my whim. So, theoretically, we could use the roots of the world to go to... Far Anson? Oh, please, I go there of a Saturday night for their, their karaoke is legendary. Oh. I met this great canary there recently. She's been very helpful to me. Do you think you could show us? Because, you know, I'm not sure if that's true. <laughs> uh, go ahead and roll for charisma. <laughs> 18. <laughs> <laughs> ah, you, once again, with the, with the magical ears, I see that you want to try to escape. This will not work. No, 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 no. So... If your roots are from all the world and mm-hmm. interconnected and are of one, oh, yeah, am more. I true in saying that if I touch you, I am touching the roots of her handsome? <gasps> he sort of like kind of gives you a sly smile. And so my strength and powers mm-hmm, will mm-hmm, be mm-hmm, regained mm-hmm, mm-hmm. as she reaches a hand. Go ahead and roll for strength as you attempt to overcome his vines. 19. Oh my gosh. You strain, you notice these roots dig into you and your strength is sapped. Oh, he loves. Oh, you are so close to your home yet so far. Your misery invigorates me verily. Right, I've had enough of this. I'm going to fashion this branch into a sword that I can cut us down with. I'm going to flatten that into a nice, fine point. (laughs) Fuck yeah. Uh, Roll strength with advantage. The strength is six. Ooh. Rolling 10 points better than your strength. Bound as you are, still manage to flatten a branch behind your back into a blade. Swing. A swold, <laughs> I believe. A swold. A swold. A swold. Um, Good sir. Belying your, your poor dexterity, writhe and you cut free from the bonds, falling into a heap. Now free. He goes, no, I think not. This is not how I want things to go. We should initiate combat. Come at me. Uh, and he stabs at you with some twiggy twigs. However, this is a physical attack. Go ahead and roll for constitution as Come on, he tries to stab skin, at you with some thick skin. That's an 11. All right. The, the twigs pierce at your skin, but oh, just bend and go. Ah, you yes, of course. Flex it on. Twigs don't pierce ogre. my I'll armor. get you. I'll get you. Um, he's now distracted. Uh, yep. I try to do this to both of us if I can. But if not, I'll just do it for you. Oh. I'll try to, like, wither the roots around her, yes. you know, like, just, like, yeah. suck just the water out. the roots. Yeah. Love, it. Love it. Go ahead and roll for intelligence. Bend that water. Ten. Hell yeah. You concentrate deeply and, and you sense that these roots become dry and brittle around you, making your escape attempt a triviality if that uh, is your action. I slip from the root 
and I take my jacket and in one foul swoop I throw it upon Twiggy's face, blinding him as he has no ability to see where Kbar is attacking him from. Lovely. This is quite a smart tactic. Go ahead and roll for intelligence as you flick your coat at him. Eleven, nice. and my intelligence is fourteen. Hey, you wrap your cloak around his head. Hold on, Serena. Uh, and he is stuck. Twiggy cries out and shrieks. The crystal in the center of the room glows brightly. He says, no, no, this is not okay. I don't like it when things don't go my way. Uh, and everyone, please make intelligence rolls as the crystal fills your head with terrible... <gasps> 20 over here too. Two nat 20s. I, I go to four. <laughs> you got a what? Four. A four. Hell yeah. Okay, thou mage, of course, this wave of magical energy flies out from the crystal, him not needing to see. He just sort of sends it everywhere at once. And our warrior and specialist feel this crippling, crippling migraine as your brain is every single difficult math problem just comes at you all at once. <laughs> Both of you have to take two points of damage Ooh. from that attack. Oh. Having crit failed, that's brutal. Let's make some rolls for our pig friends. Hamfast is a six. Hamfast grits his piggy snout uh, and is fine. Hamfast Jr. gets a seven. All right, the pig boys are holding their own. Uh, however, his tribesmen, being NPCs, are destroyed! Because <laughs> I can't be bothered rolling that many dice. Uh, and they'll go, oik, 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 and <laughs> pop their heads open. Uh, it's terrible. Horrible, Bacon for horrible. dinner. <laughs> uh... It is now the hero's turn again. All right. Now that we've got him on the ropes, I'm going to make a rope. I'm going to fashion that spider's web. I'm going to roll it and flatten it so small it's going to be a nice long rope that I can tie him up. Right, all right, all right. All right. Go ahead and roll for strength. That's a one. That's a one. Critical success. Boom. Easy. You flatten this rope. You sort of flash back to the ship. You know, you're an expert rigger. This is your bag, baby. And you just sort of coil, coil, coil this rope. And he spins and spins and spins and is bound tight in spider's silk expertly. Well, I'm going to try to do the same thing uh, and pull the water of the roots for uh, the hams. Yeah. Go ahead and roll for that intelligence again. Four. That's a four. You you are able to sort of like desiccate all of the root network, even your own. You've got a sense for it. The roots are dismantled and you are... <laughs> go ahead and roll for dexterity as you fall out <laughs> head first onto the floor. Fifteen. Okay. <laughs> you do take damage as you land on your fishbowl head, but stand fast. Hamfast lands awkwardly, but his son does a full flip three-point landing. Oh, damn, that's my fantasy. <laughs> and they are in the mix. Amy, what would Serena like to do now? Um, Serena looks across to the crystal in the middle of the room and feels the pull of the crystal. Crystal as she goes towards it and her hands reach mm-hmm. out and the pulsing fire throbs within her and she puts her hands onto this crystal to draw its strength. Okay, um, ooh, 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 sorcery. Go ahead and roll for charisma as you feel this seven ooh, ooh, out deep of my natural magic. You sense this crystal tapped into the roots of the world and your body is filled with wondrously electric energy. You now have this energy. However, before you can direct it anywhere, Twiggy cries out and he goes, Now this is not going to do it all. Come, come, my bird friends, to my aid, wings and claws. And the... 
corridors that lead off in the main chamber are filled with susurrus of wings as many birds come, leading among them a live, wicked, blonde side fringe canary wearing like a potions bandolier. What did you name her again? Violet. Violet. Flies out of the corridor. Swah! Lands once again with that three-point hero landing. Everybody does it but <laughs> me. And many ravens fly through. Do-do-do-do. Okay, Beric, you of course notice Violet enter the room. She doesn't seem to sort of register you because her eyes go straight to Serena. On the crystal, and a wicked rapier appears in her hand, a long sliver of a blade, and she lunges towards you. I need you to roll for defense. Having given away your cloak (gasps) to tie up our terrible bad guy, you are now rolling pure dexterity to dodge the attack. (laughs) The blade pierces your kidney uh, and you take a further point of damage. I to zero? Actually points you to zero. The sorceress energy that has been filling your body perhaps is unleashed. Uh, Go ahead and roll for constitution to see sort of how well you can choose how well this... 13 on 13. Directed, okay. You sense this terrible wound. Losing focus and concentration, you feel just full of energy and you sense that it has to go somewhere and you have just enough control perhaps to direct it so that not everybody dies in this moment. What does she... She reaches out for for K-Bar and puts her hand across the room and he instinctively reaches back (laughs) and with his oversized pinky, they connect. (laughs) And she puts forward... A stream of light! <laughs> awesome. Uh, hell yeah, hell yeah. Kabar, go ahead and make a charisma roll of your own to see if you can take on this energy. It's a five. Five under a ten. You reach forward. You gab this light. This terrible violence fuses you. You feel, oh, this tremendous energy. This something from the underworld, from that that realm below where things are oft discarded. Much that is powerful is often thrown away. And now you sense the fact that your ability... To inflict change. Sometimes power is control, but sometimes power is the ability to change that which others control. And you are filled with this energy. I want to change those ravens. These ravens fly through the room, creating a terrible din. You are sort of... They they instruct your vision and and get in your way, but you are full of magic. What is your action? I, I want to change those ravens from those dastardly demons into fluffy little chickens. <laughs> <laughs> We're from a spice boat, remember? I know some recipes. Fuck. And I'm hungry. That's amazing. You spread your arms out wide and sparks fly. The entire swarm is caught in this lightning storm and the... Chickens. Well done. <laughs> Twiggy's like, what the fuck that's is this? Spring looking good. That's oh, what that my is. Kennelly, that, my whole aesthetic is ruined. <laughs> um, <laughs> Twiggy is going to roll to escape. That's a six. You notice that spikes fly out and then splash your 
beautiful cloak into pieces. I think when he's a tree, thorns first coming out. Thorns as many thorns. His robe is pierced and he grows. And he goes, all right, that's enough. Who's going to get some fucking eyes poked out? It's about time I fulfilled the promise of the premise. And he comes straight for you. <laughs> Go ahead and uh, this is going to be a roll off, Ryan. So, uh, oh, that's a nat 20. We got a nine. Nine. He once again reaches out, <laughs> filled with that power in your pinky. <laughs> Put that pinky up. You grab the, the spike coming from his fingers. Just carelessly break it. Blink off. He goes, oh, fuck. <laughs> My power, you sense. All of a sudden, sort of diminished now that he's lost control of the stone. Beautiful. No ravens, no stone. No ravens, no stone. Um, I'm going to, seeing Serena fall down or something, Yeah. I'm going to try to rush over to her and I'll grab a, grab a, grab a uh, nearby root. You sort of run over. You see Violet as she begins slowly shrinking her beautiful golden feathers turning sort of a rusty kind of white. Her canary's beak sort of little jowls growing as she begins chickenizing herself. Oh, shit. Just rolled a 17 for her saving throw. She's sort of in the midst of this transformation and as her changing eyes kind of meet yours, this sudden spark of recognition and then glint of horror. She realizes what's going on. She reaches her deformed half chicken, half canary wing arm towards you. That's my bond. I, I have to grab her. Yeah. I'll grab Violet the Canary and I'll try to heal her mm-hmm. from becoming a chicken. chicken eyes. You sense as you reach towards Violet that gut wrenching electrical static shock that you felt in the ocean before sort of rise in you. Go ahead and make intelligence with advantage. Uh, that's free. Cool. You reach out, grab Violet's wing hand, you connect immediately, you sense her whole body and yours, your energy's flowing in between each other freely, and you arrest the transformation, begin the work of reversing it. Yes, yes, Lovely. yes. Um, um, um. Violet, that's my not a save for her with advantage since we're here. Ah, uh, five under a 14. Cool. The transformation works. This is flash of blue. All of the chickens go... Woo! Uh, sort of <laughs> spread out around you. She sort of regards you and caresses your bowl gently. <laughs> With a wing. She no gently one's... touches the crack on the bowl. <laughs> no one has caressed his bowl like that before. Because, uh, oh, Beric, I didn't think I'd ever see you again after the incidents. Oh, we need to talk about that. <laughs> well, it's just... You know, we were from two separate worlds, and I wasn't sure if, you know, my parents, they're really elitist, and... Oh, a non-committal canary, that's what you want. <laughs> I didn't realize we are that close. Right? <laughs> well, yeah, I'm sorry we, that whole thing happened. Mm. It's not even that you're a fish man, it's just that they thought you were kind of average. Well, that's just me. <laughs> it's like, does he even have a degree? And I was like, I don't know, he's just making his way in the world, you know? Well, I'm looking on it, and yeah. I think like the rest of us is slowly getting better. Wow. Maybe we can get better together. But right, oh yeah, there's a there's a boss fight going oh, on. Oh also, yeah. We yeah, should yeah. like work on <laughs> healing her. Uh, yes. Who's uh, got their arm twiggy? Ooh, Where's yeah. he at? Ah, uh, Serena, you are on zero right now, aren't you? I need you to roll for constitution. <gasps> to see if you can cling to life. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. You fall into the dirt. Your fingers <gasps> spear into the moist, damp soil. soil. You immediately shoot. Flip back home, young Serena, surrounded by elves, bright and bushy-tailed, ready for their 
coming-of-age trial, the tree run. <gasps> the fat measure by which all elves are given their place to, to dance from branch to branch to show their grace. It's happening. I'm a raven. <laughs> <laughs> I have been draw running in the woods and practicing so hard. <laughs> the uh, taskmaster whose job it is to put the use to their trials. The scabs on my knees, they will heal. I, I look to you for guidance today. For if I do not pass, they will cast me out. Yep. <laughs> and, uh... No, you know what? You'll be great. You'll be... You'll be great. Great. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah, she's just got to do it, you know? Yeah, um, just do, do, do what uh, we do practice it. in the... Lakes of Steel Springs. Just do Lakes it. of Steel Springs. Casting me forward. Don't forget to use your hands as well. Catch those branches. That's it. Yeah, yeah, they say that if, if you don't use your hands, like, you get bonus points, but, you know, P's are degrees, my love. You know, just, you know, just, just try, to, try to get past the basic challenge. You don't need to impress anybody. You don't need to go so far and try to you know, make it seem like you're the best. Just it's like there's not even a time limit as well, you know, if it takes you like a week, you know. So are you telling me, Raven, that one foot after the other at a pace so slow that others will laugh and mock me forevermore is still a victory in your eyes? This kid with a mohawk and like already like the tattoo of an expert tree runner goes... Serena, Serena, you're going to be left for Dina. <laughs> he dances across the tree line. Well, you know, let's put it this way. It's either that or they're kicked out of the forest. So those are your choices. <sighs> and if I do not make it to the tree of ransom, by the end of this journey, they cast me out. That's if, it? If my knees hit the soil... <sighs> But in practice so many times, my knees have hit the soil. P's are degrees, but dirty knees are not degrees. Dirty knees are not for degrees. They keep coming up with these new rhymes, you know, these kids. (laughs) They are so mean. All right, it's time, it's time, it's time. All the kids job. We smash cut to Serena on the tree. And remember, just don't try to go too far. Don't try to go too far. Don't try to go too far. So I stop at the tree (laughs) at the end, or must I worm further through the forest? She jumps a branch. One of the kids streams past you. She Drops the second branch, nearly clutching <laughs> the third time. You've tried to focus. Six trees ahead of you, that little fucking dickhead. Oh. That rhymes against me. Rhymes against me, but I know he cannot hold his own in terms of wit and wisdom. You leap, you slip, you fall. No. You're coming towards the ground. You hit the ground and wake in the cavernous chamber. Back to one hit point. On his last legs, Twiggy goes, Oh, this is not to do at all. I suppose I should effect a devious escape. Yes, that will do just nicely. And to cover my escape, I think a hail of thorns! Everybody roll for dexterity. Oh, <laughs> dexterity. Dexterity. My killer's my heel. Two. Oh my god, I got a two. <laughs> Natural one. Awesome. Nine, nine over three. Yes. <laughs> There's a lot of thorns in Several thorns pierce the soft flesh around oh. your eyes. You do take a point of damage oh. as you are blinded by the thorns, Kaybar. <laughs> the glass bowl. Ting, 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 ting. It's fine. And, my weak uh, ass. That's it. Uh, Serena, you roll, uh, having just regained <laughs> consciousness <laughs> and the sort of thorns stream over your head and glance, you know, oh. hold up a chicken. <laughs> 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 uh, cool. Oh, mm. 
Roll for Violet. Nat one. She's chilling. Uh, roll for Hamfast. That's a nine. He's sort of like, ah, ah, my tribe. He's hammerfired. I still Whoa. have stakes, I guess. Yes, I'm still here. All right. Kebar, you are blinded and your foe is attempting to escape. Well, I pick the thorn out of my eyes. <laughs> I flatten it further so it is razor sharp. <laughs> and I throw it. Okay. <laughs> oh, that's uh, no. Good. Okay, no, here's but, the thing. You're going to make a wisdom roll with disadvantage to see if you can get that daredevil on, you know? See if you can figure out where the fuck you're supposed to throw. Because I know that one ain't the way to go. I'm, I'm just going to pick them all out <laughs> and throw them all. How many do I need? We've got a 2 and an 18. Okay. Oh, that's not good. Uh, yeah, yes, the 18. You are flying blind here. So, I'll put it to you, Ryan. Does K-Bar throw one thorn, or does he throw them all? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he just gets a fistful of thorns. Okay. Okay. What I would like. Okay, let's let's fuck around. Let's fuck around. Let's fuck around. Okay, roll each of us. I'm going to roll several for all the NPCs. Going to roll a D6. Anybody who rolls the same number as you, Ryan, gets hit by a thorn. Oh, that's good. Okay, so I'm going to roll this purple one for the bad guy. I'm going to roll the uh, golden one for Violet. And uh, are you rolling D6s? D6s. Oh. I'll roll this special one for Hamfast. These okay. dice haven't failed What's me so far. What's the number we're going for, Ryan? Watch out, number one. Five. Six. Violet. <gasps> <gasps> Not the little She's hair. looking at your face. She's like, finally we'll be reunited. You know what? My parents can get fucked. We can make a new home in the... <laughs> A thorn pierces straight into her heart. Oh, a little plume of yellow feathers flies from her chest. Uh, you see, covering himself in his cloak and fleeing towards one of the corridors, Twiggy is unharmed. Kebar, still blind, unsure. You hear the cackling, mocking. Ha ha ha! You are useless yet again, my orphan friend. Well, so you know in movies where it's like, you saw a friend just go down and you're like, oh, slow motion. And it's like all slow motion. And I see who's responsible for all this. Not you. <laughs> I mean, like, immediate cause, yes. But the root cause. The root cause. Yes, the root cause. And so... Inspiration for pun. <laughs> I will suck out all the water I can from all the roots around me. And I'm just like send it streaming across the floor of the cave and like form a huge shell of ice to encase Twiggy. Go ahead and roll intelligence with advantage. Nine. Okay, nine. We'll make an opposed roll to see how effective on a three. You send your water shell towards Twiggy. He turns with the last sort of vestige of power, his own sort of tree claw, sends a spike out and shatters it in the last moment. However, you see he stoops, buckles, and slows as his own body is beginning to dry out. Serena, is your action. I turn to Hamfast, and I look him in the eye and say, Uh, now is your moment. It's my moment. You cast yourself upon the evil. You may die, but your village will be free, Uh, and you will be immortalized forevermore. Chief Omata. It's win-win. The one who set your people free. Oh my God. Uh, go ahead Sacrifice and Sacrifice yourself. Uh, roll intelligence. Ham fast, time to ham fist. <laughs> <laughs> Twelve. Okay. 
Out of 14. Out of 14, you see the gleam in the Hamfast's piggy eyes. He takes up his spear now that he's free, looks at his blind friend and goes, Worry not, friend. You have not vengeance, but I will take vengeance for both our mothers. He picks up his son's spear as well, charges towards our villain with two spears, raised up. I'll tell you what, uh, Amy, please roll on my behalf. Roll strength with advantage, trying to beat his own score of 14. A six. Uh, you see Twiggy, having just spent the last of his magical energy, throws his hands up and the two spears go straight through the palms of his hands, straight through his eyes, and he Ooh. cries out, no! And grows still. And the battle is won. All of the chickens, still chickens. Uh, canary. Can I heal the canary? I'm going to roll for constitution real quick. Just a 10. It's a 14. It is not looking good. This hit, the not the femoral artery, that's the one in the leg. The, the aorta, that's the one. Yeah. Sense that her aorta has been pierced by this thorn. She's losing blood fast. Her eyes are beginning to unfocus and you must roll with disadvantage, but with your intelligence of 13. Come on, little tweety. Youth, 17. You sort of pull for the water, but once you also feel just exhausted and the blood will not stop at your command, you sense this rush of water underneath and this deep... <laughs> as the light fades from her eyes. <laughs> I will never use my strength in anger again. I've killed life. I feel sorry for you, buddy, but we have to leave her here and continue our quest. Hanfar says we are in the lair. We have the world roots. We must head to one of these dolls, but which one? These feel like home to me. Each wood sends out a vibration of which I have never felt before. When I look upon the door in the far left part of this strange lair, it says to me, home, home. Oh. Serena, Serena, you're gonna get left. No, no. Not that doll. If I fall while running to the final tree in Farahan, Sam, we cannot hope to escape these walls that bind us here. I must walk across this room without tripping. <laughs> <laughs> There are so many chickens. <laughs> Dude, I wouldn't trip on the chicken. <laughs> Go ahead and roll for dexterity. <laughs> Just give yourself a... <laughs> How many chickens does she trip on? Eight. <laughs> she trips on a lot. One of the pecks. <laughs> you realise you're walking towards the door, like the crumpled body of Twiggy and like his leg <laughs> sprawled out. You didn't see it until the last chicken flutters away. You catch the leg and begin to fall. <laughs> Does anybody think they can intervene? Well, in the last possible moment. I think I'm. Uh, I'm gonna make me a mattress with all them chicken feathers <laughs> to soften that fall because. Uh, roll intelligence with advantage as you flatten the cheek hands. <laughs> flatten, but not too flat, because I know it's a soft landing. We got a 12. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And a 2. Okay. So we got falling. some flat chickens <laughs> coming up. Uh, you just, like, wrench a full log out of the wall. <laughs> 
<laughs> pop, 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 and just like bowl it across the floor. <laughs> flying chickens as you're in the middle of falling, this thing just rolls across your path. Feathers fly everywhere. You fall upon this beautiful feather bed. It's extremely bloody. No, you are covered in blood and feathers. Your knees are not dirty. Yes. At the very least. From the other side of the doorway, this glow of green, the soft singing of lyre birds and the scent of fresh blossoms as your elven matriarch Raven steps out. Ah, ah, what? Portals? <laughs> Too old for this shit. <laughs> Raven on Raven's shoulder says, yeah, We sense a disturbance in the, in the root weave. We had to check it out. Okay, okay, okay. We're underground. Yes. Some sort of nexus, I think. I smell salt near the sea. Ah! Ah! Chickens! Serena! <gasps> oh, yes, also lots of chickens. Oh, dear. What a travesty. Did you? Yes. Did you do this? I did. Open this portal. Not graze my knees, <clears throat> but I... Um, K-Bar helped me. <laughs> and he saw that I was in need, for I have not passed my task yet in all these 20 years. Assistant! Yes! Is there a, a rule against having help uh, in the test of tree jumping? <laughs> well, um, let's go, uh, he sort of, Raven sort of scratches its head. In, in days of old, it was always seen as the right of the individual to overcome, uh, to prove their worth in... Skip, skip to the good part. The president was just set actually only three years ago. This, this dwarven lady came to the forest and gave a whole bunch of people a whole bunch of shit about not being inclusive. So we decided that, you know what, everyone is going to be able to help each other and whoever agrees to help you, uh, clearly that, that's a, a measure of, of, of people who want to help you. That's good. For I yes, have, I have travelled far and there are skills beyond the world of elves. <laughs> he may look like a big large oaf who could not put one foot in front of the other and yet, mm. although he has no dexterity as such as I do, he remains strong yes. and stands and protects those who cannot protect themselves, for I believe that our measure is not so much how fast we can fleet upon the woods, but rather our actions that we take along the way. Oh, I cannot lie, but if I must pay, it must be me who pays, not Paul Serena, because I was the one that helped her. He just said it was fine. Squat, yeah, you can, it's fine. Okay, then. You know what I think it's time for? Is it party time? Well, we've got a lot of chicken. It's time for a cook-off. I know some uh, herbs and spices we can get our hands on. <laughs> Serena, I'd say a welcome back party is to you. Her fast goes, yeah, it's cool. We can go anywhere. Like I can just get the whole track. Can we move in with you guys? For sure, for my journeys have taught me there are skills across this land and you shall cook the chickens. But I'm going to make yes. it, make a fire pit with that geode. There's some fire in there to cook them their chickens. And first I must... Pass my hand upon the soil to ensure I do not die before this week is out. Just one moment, Just excuse me, please. Scott! You slide your hand through the soil as you approach the portal. You sense the subtle change in the texture, some sort of mushroom scent overcome by the loam of the oak trees of your home as Raven leads you all through. It is a beautiful spring day. The lights are vibrant in the sky. You sort of squint their eyes and many joyous voices can be heard singing in the trees as you party on. Chicken is et. Songs are sung. A lone fish man perhaps weeps for his... (laughs) 
Poor daughter. Poor daughter. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that makes <laughs> really right thing real quick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> We've all got greasy fingers. <laughs> it's all finger looking good. You feast. You rejoice. You mourn. You move on. As that is the end of our adventure. All that there is left to do is thank you, dear listeners, for listening and thank my players at the table for joining me from Lightbulb Improv. We had Amy Crawford, we had James Eagerlim, and we had Ryan Erlinson. Thank y'all. Thank you. Thank you. No worries. It was great to have you. You can check out Cerulea Podcast on Instagram, on Patreon, on Facebook, and all the things. I believe Lightbulb has stuff going on as well. But tell us a bit about yourselves, Amy, or somewhat in charge. So Lightbulb performs monthly at Smith's Alternative here in Canberra, and we have a few specials coming up at the Canberra Theatre Centre. Specials. Specials. Where we... And if you're coming to the National Folk Festival, we are performing Thursday and Friday night. 100% won't be released by the National Folk Festival. Yes, but if you were at the National Folk Festival, you would have seen Lightbulb strut their star. Kicking ass in Canberra, any of our locals. Thank you for having us. I feel I now have some insight into the fun that is adventuring. It's the good stuff. Yeah. It's the good stuff. Our cherries were popped and it didn't even hurt. <laughs> With consent. With consent. It was <laughs> just had to bring it there. It's important to lead in gently and end... Forcefully with much, with much vigor and blood. <laughs> vigor and blood. Okay, okay. We will artfully fade out of this. We all do cast fence. Holy shit. Wow. That's all. Thanks, Thank Tony. Didn't show that in the head. Oh, did you want a picture of us? That's beautiful. Yes, that's the author shot. Should we have like an intro thing? Something something about fantasy. It's just like like a fantasy that you have. It's a fantasy Ooh. show. So just like sort of share a fantasy. Um, and then we'll, then we'll look into it. Uh, we do, we do have an explicit tag on the show, so you don't need to be family friendly. <laughs> but your family will listen to this, Amy. <laughs> so that's fine. Um, 